We are glad you found our little corner of the podcast universe. To our subscribers, guests, visitors, and those with a burning desire for an answer to the question, okay, now what? We welcome you to the From Learning to Earning podcast series sponsored by Okay Now What? The podcast you are listening to is Catapult to a Career in Coaching or Consulting. This podcast covers topics of interest to anyone thinking about starting a business, but is especially focused on the unique concerns of those seeking a way to leverage their expertise into either an internal or external consulting role. My name is David Zahn, the consultant's business mentor, and while I may not have all the answers, I can at least help you answer, okay, now what? Hello, and welcome to this podcast. This podcast will provide insight into something that every entrepreneur or person considering launching a business must confront and overcome to succeed. I am talking about how to leverage the media to stand out in what is often a crowded field of competitors. In all probability, you feel you have a better product or service than what is currently available to prospects and customers. Or maybe you are noticing that one or more of your competitors seems to get far more attention from the market even though their offering may be equal to or even not as good as your own, and you wonder how they seem to have positioned themselves as the expert or the go-to person or company to address the very things that you offer. Today's guest, Robin Lang, the expert expert, is here to share some of the insights, techniques, and tips he shares with his clients to help them leverage and use the media more effectively to build your brand, your business, and position you as the expert your prospects need to help them solve their needs. Robin comes by this knowledge based on a very impressive list of experiences, including appearing on The Oprah Winfrey Show, Good Morning America, numerous local and regional television news shows, and he has shared the stage with recognizable business names such as Orville Redenbacher, Wally Famous Amos, Debbie Fields, Robert Kioski, Jack Confield, and Susie Orman. Robin, welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you, David. It's great to be here. So, Robin, I am sure you hear from many of your clients and probably a good number of people who never become clients of yours that feel they can never compete with established or entrenched competitors who already own the mind share of the market with heavy advertising budgets. So just how realistic is it for someone looking to squeeze out a living in a crowded field without the ability to match advertising spending levels of competition? Well, that's a fantastic question because um, in a lot of different aspects of business, the playing field is stacked against the little guy or uh, the guy with less funding, <laughs> less operating capital, where uh, one of the good things about uh, media marketing and, and press and media is, A, it's an, an even playing field. 
you're much more even playing field. But but secondly, I believe that the little guy actually has an edge and an advantage when it's properly understood. Um, a lot of people, there's a lot of misconceptions about the press and media. And what you just mentioned, I think, is one of them, that it's only for the people with big marketing budgets and big uh, international conglomerate companies and so on and so forth. And of course, they have taken the time and effort to learn how to, to utilize the press and media, where a lot of the smaller entrepreneurs and small business owners haven't. But once you know it, that's the key, is having the, the insight and knowledge of, of the media and how it works. It can be something that is truly available to everybody, whether it's a solo entrepreneur, a single small business owner, or a major company or corporation. So, Robin, we very often hear about the importance of an entrepreneur or a small business owner finding their voice or their uniqueness that allows them to stand out in a crowded field. How do you help the small business owner do that? Well, there's a series of things that come into play here. And the very first thing is a lot of business owners and small business operators aren't clear on a few important things in business. First of all, their specific message, what they're trying to put out there, um, who their target audience or individuals are. And then, you know, and that's what the process of marketing and business really is, is getting somebody's attention, presenting what you do, and tailoring it to your targeted audience. And a lot of businesses, and I hate to say this, but when I, I consult or, or coach them, a lot of them have difficulty talking about their own business, you know, themselves or their business and what exactly they do in a, in a real direct, concise manner. And I think so that's the key to communication is, is A, knowing what you're going to say and B, how you're going to present it. Well, speaking about things that are perhaps unfamiliar to small business owners or folks who are thinking about becoming entrepreneurs, it may be helpful for you to help us better understand what exactly are the differences between advertising and public relations? Oh, what a great question. Because uh, it's funny you mentioned that because people always get marketing, advertising, and promotion uh, either confused or intermingled. They, they think those terms are interchangeable. And I can understand why, because a lot of times they're used in the wrong context. Uh, but uh, uh, I, I break this down very simply by saying that marketing is creating all of the elements for you to present your product or take your product or service to market. And when I say all of the elements, I'm talking about your, your packaging, your description of what it is, uh, your pricing, uh, any targeting or branding or anything specific that you want to encompass what it is you're offering. You know, you can't just say, we sell shoes. You know, you, you've got, that's, that's such a blanket statement that it usually doesn't resonate with people or grab their attention. But if you say, you know, we sell um double wide shoes, we sell athletic shoes, we sell uh, orthopedic shoes. You get into more specifics and you use that to position and brand yourself. Uh, hard to find sizes. Uh, there's a lot of different, and I'm just using the shoe thing as an example, but you can do this for anything. I work with all kinds of business from, from dry cleaners to car washes to realtors to all kinds of different businesses. And a lot of people, A, don't know 
as I mentioned earlier, how to present themselves or even a, a basic elevator description. But secondly, how to get yourself ready to go to market. So uh, marketing is the process of packaging everything that you want, the way you want to present it when you go to market. Uh, advertising is taking what you've created and creating your sales message around it. Um, inf information, um, hype, sizzle, awareness, solutions, resolutions, all the things that uh, drive somebody that is familiar with what you offer to making a purchase. So marketing is to kind of get them aware of it and, and package it the way you want it to be perceived. Advertising is taking that and strategically um, taking it to market with your specific sales message. So you're trying to get them converted from interest into purchasing as a direct result of your advertising. That's where uh, we kind of take tire kickers or people that show a casual interest from your marketing and bring them in and tell them this is why we're the best uh, product or service for your, your uh, solutions or your needs. And then, of course, promotion refers to targeted activities aimed at, at your specific target market, whether it's a, a, a campaign like a, a, a press media or promotional campaign, demonstrations. Uh, um, a lot of times people do samplings or something like that. So it's different. It might be tied in with a holiday. How many times do we hear about President's Day sale? Well, President's Day is not a big thing necessarily, but boy, President's Day sales are a big, you know, uh, a sales opportunity, a promotional opportunity. Same for Black Friday or Cyber Monday. More and more of these keep coming up, and these are promotional uh, I don't want to say gimmicks, but promotional avenues to position your business within to get the results. So one is getting ready to go to market and how you want to position and present yourself. The other is taking that and presenting your sales message to your target audience. And then the third, of course, is uh, these promotional campaigns and, and methods to, I don't want to say create hype, but, but create the interest to bring people in. Again, everything leads to the sale, and that's that's what the three come down to. For some of us, our connection to the media is watching contentious interviews on Sunday mornings, reading critical articles online, or the so-called gotcha interviews on 60 Minutes. Yeah. Why should a small business person want to engage with the media? Well, the media, the press and media is powerful. It's influential. It influences us like you wouldn't believe. It makes us think. It makes us make determinations of what we prefer or what we don't. And uh, it's very persuasive. The media is persuasive. It's something that uh, happens consciously and subconsciously. And, uh, you know, just like if you see somebody featured on a television piece, you automatically think, wow, they must be good or they might, he must be a specialist or an expert. Uh, or an authority. Uh, if you see uh, somebody on the radio, um, a, a good interview or promotion on the radio, a lot of times they'll tie in together. They'll do an interview and then they'll do a ticket giveaway or they'll do a, a coupon offering and, and so on and so forth. So uh, I think the main thing that the press and media offers is the fact that it's very influential. It, 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 it builds and, and establishes credibility. And as, you know, as a business uh, professional, we all are searching for the competitive edge, that thing that we can have over our competition, 
that thing that separates us from the pack. And the credibility that comes with being in the press and media definitely brings that in, in, in the eyes of the consumer uh, or your potential audience, your, your targets, uh, it's the thing that can separate you from the others. When I, I mentioned working with a dry cleaner, one of my clients had been in business, I don't know, 33 years or something like that. And he was complaining about, oh my gosh, our area is booming and we've got seven more dry cleaners within a five mile radius than we ever had before. And one of the things that we worked together on was positioning his uh, uh, dry cleaner to be different, how and why, and why uh, he should be the choice over the others, why he's the best solution. And the press and media helped him parlay that message to his audience. As you've gone through helping many of your clients, what impact has the internet had on these small businesses and their ability to leverage the media effectively? That's a great question as well, because we now have two types of media. We have the conventional traditional media, the, the mainstream media that has been around a long time, which typically for most people include television, radio, uh, magazines, and print newspapers. Um, there's other ones, but those are the primary ones. And now with the internet uh, comes the online world, online marketing, social media, and uh, other things such as blogs and, of course, websites, things that, you know, it used to be if somebody wanted a brochure on your business, you had to, A, create a brochure, B, go to the printer and get, get them printed, which were, was quite costly, and then mail it out. It might take a week or two to get everything out. Now with the internet, boy, I mean, people can go to your website and learn all about your business. And again, those differentiating factors, and that really gives you an edge. Now, when you bring in the social media aspect, um, it brings a whole second level or additional layer to things. Uh, when you learn how the media works, you, you can understand how you can take something in, in traditional mainstream media and cross it over into the online world. A lot of people just tend to pick one or the other. I'm going to do my marketing. Well, I tried a newspaper ad and that didn't work. I tried uh, doing a postcard mailing, that didn't work. So let me try online. It, it's like one or the other. And in reality, a good marketing plan encompasses many things, but they, and, and they should include reaching your target prospects positioning your business as you want, and offering credibility and legitimacy, why you're the best choice for them. And um, I think of uh, a few years ago, you know, I remember years ago when there was country radio and there was pop or rock radio, and then there were some artists that would cross over. I remember when Glenn Campbell came out with Rhinestone Cowboy, I'm dating myself here, but it was, it was the, his label strategically had a campaign for country radio and a different campaign for pop radio. So when they did both of those at one time, it crossed over and became a number one hit in both formats. Well, if we flash back to a few years ago, there was a guy named Cy that had a, a song and dance called Gangnam Style. And it was a, a silly little dance, but it was happening everywhere. Clubs, weddings, you name it. And they did the same thing. They created this song, decided to have a dance for it, which made it a visual entity as well as just an audio thing. Uh, and then they released it on social media and mainstream media. They had two campaigns and it crossed over. 
all of a sudden the people on the Today Show were talking about playing and doing the Gangnam Style dance. So they got, that's in the uh, online world, that's called going viral when something uh, isn't just promoted, but kind of goes to a stratospheric level. And then when you cross it over with mainstream media, it really, it's something that actually can be planned and strategized. Now, not everybody needs to do that to get the uh, a fantastic benefit out of the two different medias, but uh, I think it's created more opportunities, but it's also created more confusion. I think people get overwhelmed and confused by having too many choices or not a clear understanding of both. And now you've got to understand social media to a certain degree and traditional media. If you are enjoying this podcast broadcast and wish to connect with David Zahn to pursue your own journey into entrepreneurship, you can schedule a no cost and no obligation 20 minute chat and chew with you discussion at https colon backslash backslash www.oknowwhat.biz and that's spelled o-k-a-y-n-o-w-w-h-a-t dot biz and then add backslash get dash started dot html and now back to our broadcast. So Robin, let's assume I wanted to focus my attention as a small business owner on mainstream media. How could I as a small business person demonstrate to a reporter or other media outlet that I would be a good interview or a guest for them to consider to bring onto their show? Well, the first thing you really need to know, and, and, and I have a I wrote a book many years ago called Press and Media for Entrepreneurs, and uh, I have since spun that off into a course because I read so many people that would call and ask questions or want coaching or consulting that uh, I, quite frankly, and we were getting such good results. I mean, I, typical small businesses, I was helping them get tens of thousands of dollars, uh, thousands of dollars in free press and media. That's the other good thing about media is it's free when you learn how to do it. It doesn't you know, you can go out and buy paid ads, but try paying for a half-page ad in a newspaper. That's going to cost thousands of dollars or in a magazine. Where when you know how to utilize press and media and get them to want to do a feature on you, that's free. All you've got to do is be able to get to the media, again, know how to present your business. And uh, one of the keys, since you asked, uh, and it's, it's in the course, is you've got to make things newsworthy. First of all, you've got to understand how the media works and what it's looking for and how to adapt your message or your business to different opportunities and, um, and kind of learn the language of the media. Once you learn these things, which I teach right away, that's the first thing we teach in the course, uh, we even teach you how to, how to reach them, the best ways to reach them. But then you, got, you want to make it interesting. You want to make it newsworthy. It's got to have appeal to their audience. And that's a big thing. A lot of people always think from your point of view, like, well, I'm, uh, you know, I've got a, I'm a great realtor. I, I'm part of the million dollar club and everything. Well, that's good for you, but that doesn't mean a whole lot to somebody else. It shows that you're legitimate and credible and been doing it a while, but why are you their best choice to represent them? How, how can you help them get their property sold or whatever? So um, I think that's a big part of it is you've got to make it newsworthy and there are many different ways to fit into the media that people don't realize. 
because there's many parts to the media. Um, you know, there's news programs, there's talk shows, there's community service programming for TV and radio, magazines, there's general magazines, there's specific magazines for certain industries. So you really, and even in a newspaper, my goodness, there's the entertainment section, there's the lifestyle section, there's the business section. So there's a lot of different ways that you can utilize the press and media knowing the, these things. Um, that's one of the misconceptions is that this is not available to everybody. It is. But the key to making it available to you and your business is understanding how the media works and then how you can alter your offerings and message to meet their needs and what they're looking for. People think I, 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 there's a lot of you mentioned the Internet. There's a lot of bad and misinformation on the Internet. I'll see people all the time that say, oh, newspapers and magazines, they're always looking for stories. So just uh, call them up and tell them that, you know, you're a magician in town and <laughs> you want to be featured in their magazine or newspaper. And that's not how it works. You could try that. And if you try it 100 or 200 times, maybe you'll find somebody that's interested in magic and be willing to do that. But that's that's kind of a, a long shot or a crapshoot. So there's a way that you can design this so it's strategically done. and um, I think that's the key is, is knowing how the media works and then knowing how to alter your message to that. Um, if you tie it in with something uh, existing or a theme or a holiday or a special section, like back to school, Valentine's Day, holiday uh, sections that come out, if you can adjust your business offering to one of those, uh, they might be very interested in you. If you can give them a great story idea that they haven't uh, covered before or of course, one of the greatest things, and this is why I go back to what I said earlier about uh, local and small businesses sometimes have an advantage, is they love to hear about local successes, the local guy done good. Um, so there's a lot of times knowing that you can utilize utilize that angle uh, to get into the press and media and and befriend them and get some build up some trust. And I don't like to uh, in the course we don't just set you up for one time coverage. We teach you how to have a media relationship. So they come back to you often and, and regularly for different things. So uh, each time generating tens of thousands of dollars in coverage for your business. So that's a, a good media relationship is one of the greatest assets you can have in your business. So Robin, let's assume I have followed one of the strategies that, that you provide in your consulting and, and in your course. How do I repurpose or monetize that media coverage so it's not just simply I send it to my mother to brag but I actually <laughs> help to build my business by getting placement either online in print or other well in the course um, it's funny when you when you put something into a book or a course and you're you're trying to be as thorough as you can and you cover a lot of territory and especially something that's so misunderstood or, or, or there's just not a lot, a lot of information on, uh, it's interesting to see what, what people latch onto or what people respond or resonates with people the most. And one of the things was the misconceptions. Oh, people say, go online and find a template for a press release and just fill in the blanks and send it out. And I used to uh, uh, be part of uh, management of a radio station and we, we would uh, literally throw away 98% of all press releases that came in. We'd look at it, and we could tell in the first two or three seconds if it was something worth our, our knowledge or effort or our, our time to look into or not. Most of them weren't because most people didn't know how to, 
speak the language of the media and how to format things and, and, and approach them properly. So we cover that in the, in the course. But uh, I think that's uh, the big thing, too, is not falling for some of the, uh, the things. Like I said, there's bad information or misinformation on the Internet. Oh, just fill out a press release or, you know, press and media is only for celebrities. No, it's not. If, if, if you can, once you understand the principles behind it, it's, it's really quite easy to go out there. And sometimes, you know, there's so many uses for the press and media. The 40 different ways to, to monetize press and media was something I put in there in the course, and people have responded crazy about it. I just, um, because it, it it's one of those things that makes you think. It's like, you know, are you opening a new location? Are you hiring new people? These are all different things that you can uh, tap into the media for. Local company uh, promotes manager. Local company opens up five new job positions. Lo uh, local company... Um, to appear uh, in Market Square as part of uh, Heritage Days. You know, just there's so many different things. You can use it for hiring. You can use it for promoting live events. You can use it for as a lead magnet to get people into your world, to expose them to what you do and, and offer some kind of a free giveaway uh, if they'd like more information to contact your website through your website. There's There's 40 different ways that you can actually monetize and scale things from the media. When you decide to go, maybe you're local right now and you want to go regional or you're local or regional and you want to go statewide or national, the media is a fantastic way. Because remember, there's local media, there's regional media, there's state media, there's national media, and there's international media. So there's 40 different ways that we have in the course. And I'm still coming up with new ones and, and and students and clients of mine uh, come back to me with new ideas that they've utilized and uh, uh, worked out well. And, you know, we're happy to share those as, uh, as well. So many of the listeners to this podcast are going to be inundated with various emails and LinkedIn solicitations and Facebook posts, etc., from all kinds of folks claiming to be experts and gurus and masters of marketing and uh, strategic positioning of oneself and build a personal brand. How can I, as an entrepreneur, know who to trust and who not to? Is there some kind of rubric I should be following? Obviously, you're good at what you do, but why should I hire you versus one of the folks that have entered my uh, LinkedIn messaging or my email box? Well, you've kind of got to do your research and due diligence. Uh, that's for sure. Because with the internet now, everybody can present themselves as, as uh, you know, the latest guru or, or expert or whatever else. Um, I, I'm fortunate enough because, you know, my appearances on Oprah, working with Susie Orman, um, Orville Redenbacher, you know, here's a guy that was just passionate. I mean, more passionate than you can believe about popcorn, about making it and about uh, making hybrid kernels and everything else, uh, microwave versus, you know, uh, stovetop. And that's what his area of specialty was in. Creating the business behind that was not his forte. His forte was that. And I work with, I've, I came up through the entertainment industry and I, I've worked with a lot of entertainers that love entertaining, but they, the business aspect behind, uh, behind being an entertainer is the part that they struggle with. So that's kind of what we do here is, is uh, we, we show people what to look for in an expert or an authority, um, who you've worked with, what you've accomplished, 
one of the things I talk about is, is how easy it is for people that get my course to literally generate tens of thousands of dollars in free press and media coverage. And to make this part, not just a one-time thing that you do, but to make this part of your marketing uh, marketing plan, your marketing strategy. And um, so a lot of it is based on results. Um, I know people get questions. And one of the things I do, I have a, uh, a free uh, uh, report that I put together uh, with tips and strategies for people that are unfamiliar with this to learn more about what, what really media marketing is how significant it is, and the pros and cons. What you know, if you try it without the knowledge, how why some people fail, but other people are always. You always seem to see the same people in the media, like oh, that guy's always that heating and air conditioning place. I always see them covered. Well, it's because they kind of know what they're doing. And uh, I think once you do that, once you learn this, you're on an even playing field. So I think uh, results is one of the, the greatest things. The people that get the greatest results are usually the ones that I would listen to the most. And uh, like for my example, I was in uh, radio and TV for 20 years. So I saw press and media from the inside. I saw things that you don't see on the internet or in books or courses. Uh, you don't see how the media feels that throwing away 98% of the press releases we got, uh, that's only one way to reach the media, that most people are, have heard of a press release, even though they're not familiar with it that well. There's other strategies too. So all of that's covered in the course, and uh, we touch on a lot of that and introduce that in the in the free report that I have available as well. So, Robin, I am sure a lot of people listening to us right now are getting very excited about the potential. <laughs> if people wish to connect or contact you to learn more about your training, your course, your consulting work, what's the best way for them to do so? Uh, it would be through my website, which is the expert, expert, three words, the expert, expert.com. And that's where you can go to get the free uh, information that I've got offering to anybody that's curious or interested uh, to kind of, you know, when we do, when I talk to people like you, I, I see people's light bulbs going off saying, oh, what a great idea. We could definitely use this. And to get that kind of results on a regular basis for something that's pretty much free, and once you learn how to do it, it's so easy to do. Um, once I get curious, this is where getting this free information, I think, is the next step for them. And if somebody is interested in diving in and, and getting uh, my course, when I do interviews like this, I always want to give an incentive. I think that's important in business. So I've got a special uh, arrangement for anybody that's interested in the course. 60% uh, off. It's it's full course price, normal course price. And all you've got to do is when you go to the website, if you click order now, uh, there's a coupon code and just put in the word special. Uh, that's my special for the day. And um, they can do it anytime. Just put in special in the coupon code and you get 60% off. So all of that is available at theexpertexpert.com. Robin, this has been a really fascinating and illuminating discussion, and I am certain you'll have a lot of folks now switching off of this podcast to go immediately to your site. Thank you for sharing some of your insights with us. Oh, thank you, David. And, you know, we, we just scratched the surface, and there's so much more to business than just the press and media. So uh, I enjoy talking to you, and anytime you want to talk about this or, or, or other business topics, I'm, I'm, you've got my number. I look forward to doing just that. Thank you. Thank you, David. All right. Bye. You have been listening to the Catapult to a Career in Coaching Consulting podcast as part of the From Learning to Earning podcast series 
hosted by OK Now What with your host, David Zahn, the consultant's business mentor. If you have not already done so, please register to join the Facebook group Catapult to a Career in Coaching Consulting, where you can find additional information and participate in a community of like-minded people venturing into business ownership. And if you are ready to receive one-on-one -on -one coaching or enroll in a self-paced course to make your dream business a reality, you can contact David Zahn at www.oknowwhat.biz backslash get-started.html. And as always, we want to hear from you about topics you would like to have covered or your feedback on this or other episodes. Drop us an email with your thoughts at davidzahn at oknowwhat.biz. And don't forget to invite your friends to listen to this or any of our other episodes and join our podcast community.